Welcome to the Zen Fellas Podcast. It is Jeremiah Schmidt here, and I want to welcome you to the 58th episode where I'm going to be talking about kind of a duality of topics here. One's going to be immersion, and one is going to be patience. And uh, I guess before we jump into this podcast, I just want to give a thank you to the listeners of the Zen Fellas Podcast. I uh, checked out the analytics. I've been, well, I usually always check it out on like a daily or weekly basis. And I've really noticed the, the podcast starting to grow, especially the, especially the United States audience, the American audience, which is incredible. Um, you know, it's, it's awesome to see that. And uh, now I know on average there's about 150, it's growing, but about 150 monthly listeners that will tune in every month and listen to the episodes. And, uh, you know, that might be a small number for some, but for me, that, that's actually massive. I remember starting off the podcast with zero, uh, like one listener, two, two, three listeners a month, and that was over a year and a half ago. And now seeing 150 members who actually like tune in and listen to it, uh, it's actually pretty cool. So thank you for being one of those guys or people or guys, girls, women, um, men, you know, anyone who's listening to this. I hope it's really helpful for you. And I just want to thank you. Uh, I guess just want to thank you for uh, tuning in, Matt, tuning in to this. It, it really means a lot to me. And I'm going to keep chipping away and, and trying to grow this thing. But other than that, I guess we'll just dive into the podcast. So in this one, I want to talk about two little things, immersion and patience, kind of two abilities or things you can utilize that are really, really helpful, especially in terms of building uh, like the lifestyle you want, building, just kind of going after what you want. They're really, they're really useful to me. And I think they'll be really useful to you. So I guess the first thing I want to start with is uh, kind of examples of each one, uh, examples or stories, and then kind of dive into uh, explain what I mean by, you know, utilizing patience and utilizing immersion uh, or being immersed in your craft or your work or just being in the present moment, just fully being immersed there. So I want to talk about patience. And uh, yeah, the reason why I want to talk about patience is because I think that nowadays in society we're working hard and like grinding 24-7 is always pushed and like hustling. I think patience is something that, especially with social media like Twitter, Instagram, you know, there's so many things that take away our attention. I think patience is something that is very, very valuable. Uh, people who are patients, pe- pe- people who are patient in, uh, in the world, they can just see certain opportunities that other people can't. And it's just because they had time to give their attention to it. You know, how many times a day do we just sit down and really like think about, okay, what do I want to do? Why am I doing this? Okay. Do I really need to do this? How many times do we say yes to everything instead of saying no to all these other things? You know what I mean? So I guess the story for patience is, I guess this, this is this is an emo- I, I guess because the American audience has grown, I want to I want to give you guys an American story. But this is an old American story. Uh, it took place in about the 1800s, um, and it was I guess it, it originated in Boston. So there was three kind of city folk who lived in Boston, and at the time there was a huge California gold rush going on, and a lot of people were moving out west to you know go start a new future for themselves and their family, go have the idea of owning their own piece of land, and that was a magical idea, especially for someone who is living in a dense city like a place like East Boston um, on the East Coast. 
So I guess what happened there is there was three, three guys who they were lived in the city all their life and they just decided, you know what, I want to see something new for myself. I want to go out and I want to discover the West and I want to go into this gold, this gold rush. So they ended up moving out to uh, California and they didn't really know what they were doing, but they just decided to go you know, and, and move out there. And they, they ended up were successful and they built their, they each built their own homestead and they were kind of the pioneers who were living in California at the time. But what ended up happening is there was an interviewer in Boston and he, and he came out to California, he came out West and he, he knew those three contacts and he said, you know, I want to go see what their life is like compared to what it was like in Boston. So I guess he, he goes out and he sees the first guy and he greets him at his door, you know, howdy neighbor, before, uh, before he would actually get to his doorstep, he would, you know, you'd wave him down, howdy, hey, I'm, I'm George from Boston, I saw that you moved out here, I wanna, I'm, I'm doing a story on uh, the, you guys who moved out to out west, I want to see how you're doing. So he comes on and he talks to him, and at first, you know, he thinks that everything's going well, but the guy really, he, he didn't like it, and he, he seemed really negative, and he, you know, for a guy who moved out and built his own home, he really didn't enjoy it. And I guess he asked him, you know, I guess he just, he went on his ways and he's like, that was weird. Like I thought this guy moved out here for, you know, to, to build a brighter future for himself. And, you know, it didn't, it didn't seem that way. So he goes out and he, he meets the next guy, the second guy he moved out there. And the same thing happens. He, he talks to this guy and he's a lot more negative and he regrets moving out to California. Even though he has a beautiful home, he just really regrets it. And uh, yeah, he's like, wow, this, uh, this story is really, <laughs> it, it really isn't what I thought. And then he goes out and talks to the third guy. So he talks to the third guy and this guy is just like filled with joy, filled with inspiration, just so grateful and happy that he moved out here and you know, built this homestead for him and, him and his family. So he asks him, he says, you know, I talked to the, the other two guys that you moved out here with and uh, why are they so unhappy compared to you? And what he says to him was, you know, when, when the first guy moved out here, he, uh, he built his homestead beside a river that had gold that flew, like, that flew downstream. But the only thing is that the river only flew downstream about twice, like two to four times a month. So half the year, over half the year, it was dry and nothing, no gold would flow. And then the other half of the year, there'd be gold that flows. And he wanted, he wanted the gold that flew year, year long. And then I guess he, he mentions the second guy who moved out here. And for him, he had a river that had fish in it, right? Fish. And he was, he moved out here second and he had fish there. And, uh, it, they would flow downstream, but he had no gold. And, he, and when he realized that his friend had the gold in his river, he was really like, wow, you know, I, I missed out on the money part of it. So then he says, you know, what's different with you? Why are you so happy compared to those two? And he says that, you know, I didn't really move out here first. I waited. I literally waited until the first guy moved out here and I saw that what he went through and then he waited till the second guy moved out there and he saw that what he went through and then what he did was a genius thing. Instead of moving to their locations, he moved down or up the stream to where kind of those two streams converged. And because 
those two streams converged. He had the gold. He had he had the water flowing year round, so he had gold year round, and he had and because the water was flowing year round and it converged with the where where the fish were coming from, he had fish as well. So he had the best of both worlds. And I guess the point of that story is he was patient. He was really patient, and he and because he was so patient and he kind of you know didn't rush into things and kind of was aware, he was able to capitalize on the fact that he could learn from the mistakes and you know actions of others. And you know, utilize and really capitalize on his opportunity. So that is the first part of the coin. That's patience, and that is super valuable in our society. You know, if you're patient and you and you, you know, you don't have to rush into things just because your friends or your associates or anyone around you really rush in, rushes into those. You can sit back. You can kind of see how how it tunes out for them, and you can really calculate whether you want to go do similar things or, you know, whether you think you have a great opportunity in here. And, um, and yeah, that's, that's the benefits of being patient. So now let's go on the other side of this coin and let's talk about immersion and immersion is going to be the total opposite. It's going to be, you know, taking action, being fully immersed in your craft, being fully immersed in whatever you have to do. And, uh, yeah, just, literally not being patient, just taking action. And immersion is so, is so key too, because a lot of the times, you know, I think that's another problem that p- people have. I know I certainly have it. Um, I'll give you an example is what I do for work is I do, I'm in, I'm in SDR. So I make cold calls. I, I do sales. I try to, you know, get people interested in our businesses. And I realized, especially this month, the secret to kind of success in the role is being fully immersed in it. It means dialing the, the, the phone number, calling places, emailing places every single day. And one and this month especially, I've, I've learned that because I could have a day where I don't make the phone calls or maybe uh, I don't send the emails. And then literally because of that day, it'll affect me another month from that day. Just because I missed one day, I won't even see the the impact of it from a month away. And what I mean by that is if you're fully immersed in it, if every if you're fully immersed in your work or your craft and you're working and you're grinding every single day and you can't even like it's it's to the point where you don't even kind of like tune out of it. So when you come home you're still on it. You know, you're going to see the effects of that uh, workload like there's there's never going to be a point where there's big chunks of time where it just stops you're always going to see the results flow and it may not you know a lot of the times too when you just become immersed in something right especially like let's look at this podcast right a lot of times when you become immersed in something you don't really see the results right away but it's those little tiny actions those little tiny actions done over time and then eventually it just starts to grow and, you know, it's so key to just be immersed and take, take time, um, especially even if with New Year's resolutions coming up, I guess not even coming up, they're happening right now, it's 2020, but in the gym, you know, when you go to the gym and you do a workout, you don't really see the results right away. You're, it's not like, I've recently started working out again and I, I've been doing a lot of ab exercises and I don't really see the results anyway. It's not like I wake up after one exercise session and look in the mirror and have like a six pack full of abs. No, it doesn't work like that. It's, 
you go to the gym, you work hard, you have soreness, and you look in the mirror, and then nothing really happens, and then you do it the next day, and then nothing really happens, and then you do the next day, and nothing really happens, but then eventually you just forget to even check in the mirror, and then you literally wait like two, three, four, five, six weeks, and then eventually it's a month, and then two months, and three months, and then all of a sudden you look in the mirror, you're like, holy, holy shit, I have abs. Like, where did this come from? And it, it just came from being fully immersed in your work. It just came from being fully immersed in your workouts and exercising to the point where you even forgot that you even were exercising and checking. So I guess that's what I want to leave you with in this podcast. Um, two total opposite sides of the spectrum. One's patience, one's immersion. But man, if you can utilize both sides, both sides of that uh, coin and you know, fully utilize it to your benefit, man, there's so much opportunity for you in terms of life, in terms of, out of just going after what you want. So I hope so. I hope you can capitalize on that. I hope this podcast was helpful for you and I'm going to be doing more, more of these episodes. So uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in and I'll see you guys in the next episode of the Zenfluence podcast.